Welcome to the Scale Up Your Business podcast. In this podcast, we talk about what it takes to go from startup to scale up and beyond. How to significantly grow your business, create freedom, build wealth, and live life on your terms. Featuring some very special guests and experts to give you advice and direction on your journey. And now, introducing your host, entrepreneur, investor, and scale-up specialist, Nick Bradley. Hi, everyone. Nick Bradley here. Welcome to Scale Up Your Business. It's 15 minutes to action time yet again. I love doing these. This is going to be a short one because I'm I'm conscious that I, I sometimes go over, so it ends up being 20 minutes to action, which is not my intention. And what I'm going to cover today is very much about being specific and intentional with your time. So if I can't keep to my 15 minutes promise, what does that say about Nick's good old time mastery? Probably not very much. So this is going to be a short, sharp one because it's an important one and it doesn't take a lot of time for you to get the point. Now, one of the things I learned as a business leader some time ago is that you have to be able to understand the things that you do versus the things that you are going to get others to do. It's often called delegation, but quite often it's about saying no. So it's about understanding the things that are absolutely critical for you to achieve the goals, the the objectives, the priorities in your business, and letting go of everything else. And it's often been said that saying yes is a really important thing. You don't want to say, you know, yes to everything, but you want to say yes to opportunities. But I think it was Warren Buffett said that, I forget the exact quote, but it was something along the lines of smart people say yes a lot, but really, really smart people say no a lot more. And that's again, back to my point about being intentional with what you are trying to achieve and therefore intentional with your time. So as a leader, it becomes even more important. And as you scale your business, it becomes absolutely critical because what ends up happening as you do that is you just get more people around you, more people want stuff, you've got more customers, you've got suppliers, you've got your teams, your employees, everyone wants a piece of you. And I remember when I was doing a heap of stuff as CEO of companies, um, certainly back in my private equity days and all those sort of things, it was a hugely, hugely distracting um, in the beginning because I just felt overwhelmed with so many things coming in. So what I'm going to do today is I'm going to give you five really key things, five steps of how you can delegate. It's inspired by Gino Wickman, and um, I'm doing this partly because I've got Gino coming on the show. He's going to come and do a proper live interview with us in a few weeks' time. And his book, Traction, is an absolute game changer. I call it the playbook of scale-up. Equally, his book, which is called Rocket Fuel, is just as compelling So if you're in this um, stage right now where you're coming out of startup, you're thinking, I want to scale, then I suggest you look at those two resources from Gino. But he talks about this idea of delegating and elevating. So the, the concept is if you want to break through the ceiling of whatever you're trying to achieve to get where you want to go, you've got to delegate and then you have to elevate yourself to these kind of unique abilities, which are going to make you a great leader and create freedom and wealth for you and your business. But Like most business owners, entrepreneurs, business leaders, most of the time, as I said, you feel stuck, right? And there's way too much on your plate. And you often feel like you could and should be accomplishing a lot more, but for whatever reason, you're not. 
Okay, so that's the context. So here are the five steps. As I said, it's a short, sharp episode today, but very, very practical. You can take away these five steps and you should be able to implement them literally straight away. So the first one, step one, is you've got to define what is your 100%, the 100% of your maximum number of hours per week that you want to work in the business or on the business, but you know, work-related and still remain balanced. Now, that's the critical piece. Now, I don't believe balance exists fully. I think there are times when we reach elements of balance. I also believe, however, that there are times when the season means you've just got to go all in. You've got a 10x baby, and you've got to go out there and, and, and not be in balance because the result that you're trying to achieve is more important. But ultimately, you've got to set, again, the intention of what is your 100% maximum, the number of hours per week that you want to work, right? Now, you can't do anything without answering that question. This is where progress begins, and whatever the answer is for you represents your 100%. Now, for me, multiple businesses, building an empire, all the stuff you guys know about, I don't want to spend a heap of time actually working in my business, but I am working doing other things. I'm producing content. I'm doing the podcast. I'm on Clubhouse a lot now, as a lot of you know. Uh, I'm forming partnerships. I'm producing new products and services. So I'm creating. But all of that comes under my 100%. Now, the maximum per day that I want to do that is six hours. Six extremely focused hours. And I have a bias for the mornings, So I like to get at least four of those hours done before lunchtime. Now, you might say, well, that's not very much. You know, Nick, I think you work all the time. And, you know, there are times when I'm working a lot more than that, but that is my optimum. So if I think about that, I like to work five days a week. So that means I'm only doing 30 hours a week. That's my 100%. At times, it changes, as I said, but right now, that's how I define it. So I suggest you go away and do that now. If you've got heaps of stuff coming on, if you've got like stuff going on with your family or, you know, you've got other priorities, other objectives, then you may have to compromise the amount of time you're spending in your work for a period of time. So once you've done that, you then need to, so step two, you've got to determine if you are over capacity. And this is simply how much time will it take to do everything you need to do well. And while this is a calculation that's not necessarily easy to do it is vital because if if the answer exceeds 100% it's time to then think about this delegate and elevate piece that Gino speaks about okay now this is a real eye opener when i remember when i first did this a few years ago now i was like my god i've got all these things i want to do i only want to work x number of hours per day it's impossible what am i going to do and that's when you need to start thinking okay it's not about how am i going to ch- to achieve this You've got to ask yourself the question, who is going to achieve this for me? Now, I'm going to underline that. It's a game changer. Who is going to do this for me versus how am I going to get this done? As soon as you move your mindset to who versus how, everything starts to shift because you're starting to think about resources, capacity. You're starting to think about who you can delegate, and that's going to allow you the space to work on the things that give you energy, that allow you to progress your goals. Okay, so number three. Once you realize that you've got a problem, you've got to list everything that you do every single day. And again, this may seem daunting, but it's worth the 20 or 30 minutes it will take to do this because it's going to save you literally hundreds of hours every single year going forward. So what you want to do is you want to list each and every activity, big and small, and you want to time stamp it. 
So the way I do this, and I and I do this on occasion, and then I look at what's going on, and then I work out exactly how much capacity or how much time or how much efficiency things are working for me, is I'll go through my diary and I'll go, okay, 20 minutes here, 30 minutes here, 50 minutes here, and I'll time block, time block, time block all the way through my working day. If you want to get really extra marks for this, then do it for everything you do. Like, you know, from when you get up at whatever time it is, five in the morning, all the way through to you go to bed, go to bed and make sure that you are 100% intentional with how you're spending your time against all your goals. But the main thing is you've got to list everything you do and you've got a timestamp. Okay. Now, once you've done that, and this is the, the really cool bit that I love from what Gino talks about, you've got to create two columns. Sometimes you can create sort of like a two by two, but for now, just do two columns Take everything from your previous list, so step three, and put them in into basically one of the two columns. Now, column one is where you list everything that you absolutely love to do or you like to do or are great or good at doing. Okay, I'll say that again. Column one is everything that you love or like to do or that you are great or good at doing. Okay, it's where you get your energy. Sometimes people call this their zone of genius or their higher power or whatever it is, right? But it's the stuff you love doing. So I love doing podcasts. I love talking on stage. I love helping people, all those sort of things. So I can categorize that as the stuff that I'm good at, right? Getting better at, I should say, podcasting. But I love doing, right? Pretty straightforward. Column two is where you list everything that's remaining on the step three list. So once everything from step three is basically into your two columns, then you can move on to the very last stage, which is step five. But just to be clear, on the left, you've got the stuff that you love, you like, you're good at. Everything else is on the right-hand side and there's nothing left in your master list, the list that you created from step three. Okay, got it? So this is interesting because you are going to get a huge amount of self-awareness for this and you are really going to be able to zero down, if you like, on your unique abilities, the stuff that you're really talented at doing. And I'm, again, this may be polarizing, I believe in getting better at your strengths, not necessarily working on your weaknesses. So double down on your strengths and then bring in other people who are better at the things that you're not good at or that you don't like doing and get them to do that because that could be their superpower. This, what I'm giving you now, is one of the biggest lessons, one of the absolute secrets of scale-up. Cool? Got it? Awesome. All right, final step, step five. So this is the kind of delegate and elevate piece. So you have to either stop doing or delegate the excess capacity items in that second column, okay? So you've got to do this. You've got to delegate those excess items to people around you until you are comfortably within your 100% that you set out at the very beginning of these steps, right? Got that? So this means that if you think about it, you can do more and be more because you're focusing your 100% on the stuff you're great at, but you're still doing a lot because you're getting other people to do the other things that are important to you achieving your goals, but you are delegating, okay? So the delegation bit is pretty straightforward. does sometimes take a mindset change about, you know, giving up control and, and having trust with your teams, but you've got to do that if you want to scale. But I guarantee you'll be significantly happier. So think of it this way. You owe it to yourself, your family, your business to be able to do this. It makes you more valuable because you are you are basically focused on vital tasks, things that give you energy but are also important. But it gives you more energy and just makes you happier, which then leads to you being a much better leader, a much better boss for your people. So remember again, scale up is about bringing people in. It's about building and leading teams and it's about 
working with systems and processes and automation and all that stuff. It's the only way that you can build a big business, be that a performance business or an empire. So you've got to learn to do this. So that's it. Short and sharp. I've managed to keep it under the 15 minutes. As I said, extremely practical. Thank you, Gino Wickman. I know he didn't create this stuff, but he's he articulates this stuff well in a lot of his books, particularly Traction. I just wanted to take this piece out now, draw a massive underline um, on it, under it. <laughs> you get what I mean. And now what I want you to do is go back, look at those five steps, take action, and just look at what it does for your business. Okay, hope that helps. As always, be grateful, be brave, have faith, and show up. Bye for now. And there you have it, another episode of Scale Up Your Business. Thank you very much for listening. And if you haven't yet, please leave a review on Apple Podcasts. It really does help the show become even better. And while you're there, make sure you hit that subscribe button to help you on your scale up journey. Now, perhaps you're thinking of growing and scaling your business. Perhaps now is the time. If that's you, then please check out suyb.global. That's where we have all of our programs, including the Growth Accelerator Partnership, the Maximize Value Partnership, all of our services, and of course, coaching and mentoring. Once again, be grateful, be brave, have faith, and show up. Until next time.